Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most five-thumbed podcast network. Hey everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Thumb Cramps, a video game podcast for all of those whose thumbs are cramping. I'm Joel. I'm Jackson. I'm Mia from Cynical Cartoons. And today we're going to be looking at Batman, Arkham Asylum, and other games. Batman 1. Yeah. <laughs> the original 1989 uh, video game. Affectionately known as Batman 1. Yeah, uh, yeah. Batman Arkham Asylum was originally released on the Xbox 360 and PS3 sometime in 2010, <laughs> 11, 14-ish. Yeah, that sounds about right. It's an old game, but I'm an old man. Yeah. And I'm an old man who had never played these games. And look... I like a Batman. <laughs> yeah. I like a video game. Great. <laughs> Mamma mia. <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs> uh, turns out that playing games that were innovative without me then, but then like going back and playing games that it innovated. Yeah. Uh, means that when you play the first one, doesn't hold up super good. <laughs> yeah. But it, like some parts of it are good. Are, um, you, are you playing like the remastered version that came out a year or two ago? Or are you playing the original 360 version or PS3 version? Uh, so I do own it on Xbox 360. Yeah. Did I play it? No. <laughs> Why did I buy it? Great question. Uh, I'm currently playing it on PS4, the remastered version. Uh, yeah. Return to Arkham, I think is what they yeah, called think, the package. Yeah. Uh, so that included Arkham City as well, which I have yet to touch. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Arkham Asylum... It's good, and I can see why it was popular. Yeah. Am I having fun when I play it? No. <laughs> What's crazy is that I know that experience because I had it in like in real time. Because I played uh, Arkham Asylum kind of around when it first came out. Loved it. Great yep. time. Then a couple of years later, played it again. I was like, still good. And yep. then I th- played it for a third time, and I was like, oh, it's turned sour. Like, yeah. It's, it's ripened. It's... I think that I will like it more than I like City, which is weird because yeah. Arkham Asylum at least is linear, which I found has aged a lot better than like the first games that try and do open world. Yeah. Because uh, at least Arkham Asylum, you can't really get lost and I'm not like, ugh, flying between ugly buildings. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so my experience with the Arkham Asylum is, I said I hadn't played it, but yeah. I had played it a bit. Um, my... <laughs> I was going to say friend, but ex-girlfriend. There we go. <laughs> you can say it. Yeah, I can say it. My ex. I played yeah. it with my ex, but uh, she she played through it, like, most of it, like, the first two thirds, yeah. and I helped her with the last third. So you played the end I of played Arkham the Asylum. End. I played the end, so I kind of, like, I have had some experiences with it before, and mm. I was like, no, I want to play it from the start. I know how it ends. How mm. does it start? <laughs> Slow is how it starts. Uh, Joker's in trouble. He's gone to Arkham. Yeah. But then Batman's like, I better walk him into the cell because he's up to trouble. He was easy to catch. He didn't try and shoot me in the head or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, sweet. And then, oh, no, it turns out that Batman had control of Arkham this whole time. I I think Arkham Asylum was, Arkham Asylum for me was definitely one of those games that like, 
I got to watch people play a lot when it came out, and I didn't yeah. get to play it until like maybe like 2014 or 15. But back then, it just looked so so cool. You know, back when it came out, it was like the the character design, the the way that everybody talked and the play. It was just really cool. I loved the way, like, toward the end of the game, Batman's outfit was all cooked and, like, shredded. And mm-hmm. you were like, whoa, did that happen in real time? No, it didn't. But some part of your brain thought maybe it could have. Hey. Yeah. You, you know how everyone was like, oh, it's cool character design, whatever. Yeah. Joker looks great. Yeah. Villains look pretty good. Batman, ugliest head in video games. <laughs> yeah. His face is like, his mouth is constantly like, uh, like the emoji frown. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it's hard to describe, but yeah, yeah, imagine like a semicircle. That's his mouth. Absolutely. He's scowling the whole time. It was like they were like, you're never going to really see Batman's face. So what we're going to do is just put no detail into yeah. it. Well, the, no no the attention's there. Paid. He just looks like, he looks like a caricature of an angry father. <laughs> yeah. Um, some parts of it are still fun. Um, so like... <laughs> you sound so tired. Yeah. Yeah. I... <laughs> Some parts of it are fun, Jackson. Believe me, Mia. I promise. Yeah. it's still good. Yeah, I guess. What In bit? Theory. Give me one bit that's good still. Uh you feel clever when you solve a riddle. Of, <laughs> riddle, riddle. Uh, so when you no, see, I never got that. I hated the riddle. Of riddles. I hate them too because like, every time you walk into a new area, yeah, you get given one, and part of my brain's like, oh yeah, I should be able to figure these out. Get some bonuses early yeah. on. No, nah. A lot of them are like, Tweedledee, Tweedledum, have a look at this thumb. And then you'd have to take a picture of a radio or something. (laughs) What I hate, what what annoyed me about the Riddler riddles is I I know if you'd complete them all, you get to beat the shit out of the Riddler. Who's just a guy, <laughs> and they always end with the Riddler being like, "No, no," and you're like, "Shut up!" And then you get to bash him. Really? Yeah. You literally get to fight the yeah, Riddler. Yeah, you get to fight the Riddler if you do all the Riddler riddles. Happens with every Arkham game. See, oh, no. But who can be bothered? My thing with Arkham Asylum is that I know that people get tired of like beat 'em ups where you just run around and like do the same thing to goons all the time. And it's just like the same kind of mechanics and it's like really simple. Yeah. I like that. Like I don't want to do riddles or like have to actually expend any energy on something. I want to like put on a podcast and just walk around and ma- but mash buttons and beat 'em up. Like Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm probably not the best idea of a person that loves video games. <laughs> hey. The, you're the, the best candidate for this podcast, then. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, see, I like games like Bayonetta yeah. and stuff like that, which is literally just that. Like, you go through a stage, you get stuck, you have to fight some people, then you have to keep walking and whatever. But for some reason, Batman, I think it's because it's a bit slower. Yeah. And just that slowness, I'm like, ugh. It is exhausting. I'm fighting under the sea. And because it does this thing where there's a bit of backtracking, it's so much worse. Like, oh, you, no. you get to, oh, yeah, hey, you're going to revisit areas. So, you know, you get to that, you get to, there's like a section, I forget when, and it's like, you've just done a whole bunch of stuff in one area of the island, and then you exit out into like the the front yard bit, yep. and you're just like, it seems so far to walk there. Mm. And Batman never really runs that quick. and There's a sprint button, but it's more just like a walk at a regular video game pace yeah. button. <laughs> Otherwise, Batman just kind of like casually strolls everywhere. Well, the casual stroll is definitely in the game because it's like accurate to what people imagine in the movies yeah. doing because he walks slow and it's like brooding but 
Far out. <laughs> well, so so here's the thing that that everybody loved about Arkham Asylum back when it came out was that it was the first yeah. like Batman video game that you played and you felt like Batman. Like playing Spider-Man mm. 2, you feel like Spider-Man. You actually get to do Spider-Man stuff and it's really sort of empowering. Does it still feel like that? Like, do you feel like powerful yeah. when you play the game or are you just kind of annoyed with it? No, I do not <laughs> feel powerful, but I know like, People are going to come at me for this because I've looked at a game that everyone's like, this is a 9 to a 10 out of yeah. 10 game. And I'm like, right. pish, posh. Oh, it's so <laughs> slow. Piss. <laughs> hey, are you Joel Dusha? And then they're going to punch me in the mouth. And I'll be like, that's your Arkham Asylum review. And I'll be like, I foresaw this coming. I understand that it's a very important game. Yeah. And I understand why it was successful at the time. Is it good in 2019? No. What's so funny about this is that if Arkham Asylum is not good anymore and Arkham Knight, the, the final Arkham game, was also crap, is if City's bad, the whole franchise is ruined. I guess we got Arkham Origins still Which going. Which is famously the Which worst is no one. good. Oh, God, we're going to hold out for City to be good. Because even, even Knight, when I tried to replay it, I had the same problems. I was like, it's so slow. There's yeah. so much to do. Yeah, I was really bored with Night. I actually, I actually liked Origins, but I played it a few years ago. Like it was just a fun, like I'm very bored kind of game. But Arkham Knight, when that came around, I was like, I have better things to do with my life. Like I'm a professional at this point. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, like there is parts that are cool in Batman: Arkham Asylum. I keep saying that and then not listing yeah, I've, anything. I've yet to hear one. Um. Character interactions is fun. Characterization's all right, yeah. Yeah, uh, Mark Hamill, he does a good Joker, as people have said before. Batman, um, that's, though, not a, that's not a new take. <laughs> Batman is wildly humor- humorless in the Arkham <laughs> games, and it's always really funny. Like, Master uh, Master Bruce, like, uh, Alfred will make some witty remark, and then Batman will take it at face value for some reason. That happens heaps. Yeah, well, the Joker's like, <laughs> you've walked right into my trap! Batman Maybe and Batman's like I will punch you in the face. <laughs> yeah. Did they did they get Kevin Conroy back for that or is that another actor playing the Batman? I think it's Kevin Conroy, but yeah. I'm not 100% sure. I'm fairly sure that if they've got Mark Hamill as the Joker, they've got Kevin Conroy mm. as Batman. Do you, do you I'm confident but not confident enough to co- to be like yes. <laughs> do you do you enjoy the like um the predator sections? Where you gotta like swing around and secretly take out everyone without everyone realizing? No. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, I mean, I it's fine. <laughs> it's fine, but like, I. <laughs> it's, it's, satisf- so tired. <laughs> it's satisfying the what? first time. Yeah. But like, most of the time, there'll be a room of like 12 guys. Yeah. And you'll take out eight, and then the other four will come out, and mm. they've all got guns, and you'd literally just like, all right, I'm on a gargoyle, I mm. drop down. I yeah. quite see silent takedown fly away, and then some guy's like, "Oh my god, my friend's unconscious. Bats here, <laughs> shoot!" And then you do the gargoyle uh, swing to get away, yeah. and then the last guy, you yeah. do the fly glide kick, and yeah. he kicks him. He's like, "Oof!" My favorite one takedown was when you're on one of the gargoyles and they go under you, and you swing down and grab them like a bat and yeah. tie them by their feet. That one was good. That part is good because they're <laughs> they're still conscious for that bit, yeah. and they're like, "Cut me down!" And the guy, <laughs> the friend's like, "No, nah, not until we can kill the Batman." <laughs> but then presumably you knock out all of his friends, so then he's still conscious but upside down. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's all right. That's a s- something. Yeah, I dropped a guard into poison gas, which I don't think I was meant to do. That was pretty good. What I find annoying, he was about- hanging up, and he was like. Let me down. And I was like, okay. And then he just fell into 
Poison gas and died. <laughs> I was like, I, I was Batman. I killed. Yeah, you did. What I always find, found annoying about those predator actions is they were like, so many different ways to take out gods. But no, there's not. That's a lie. There's three. Yeah. There's the upside down bat one that you like. Mm-hmm. There's the glide kick and then punch them. Or you, that's the drop down and silent takedown. You can do the thing where you put a bit of um, bat glue on the ground <laughs> and, and blow explode. it up. <laughs> but that takes really a really long time. And you need to figure out where they're going to walk. Yeah. I love that whenever they try and make like really elaborate takedown moves, there's always at least one that like nobody ever does. And then mm. the game kind of forces you to do it at some point. It's like, use all of your moves. You have yeah. to do it. And you're like, what? Nobody has ever done this consistently. (laughs) Nobody's ever used the bat glue that much. No. Yeah, and look, there was one puzzle where I had to put the bat glue on two different walls because there was two different people with the guns pointed at this lady, and I messed it up, and then she just got shot, and I was like, yeah. (laughs) What about that bit with Maxi's... No, not Maxi's, with Ziz, and you've got to throw the batarang just right to knock him out? That's yeah. annoying. And yeah. then you f- you screw it up and it goes all the way back to the start. <laughs> That's Hell like the yeah. first thing you have to I'm do. I'm getting tired thinking about Batman Arkham Asylum. You, there's one point where you have to search the Batmobile for clues. <laughs> yeah. And the only way to do that is you have to keep taking like photos in detective mode. Mm-hmm. It was annoying. <laughs> How far into the game are you? Have you gotten to the scarecrow phases yet? Yeah, I did the first scarecrow thing. What do you think? Those parts, fine. Yeah, but okay. even when you're actually doing them, I think what's fun about the scarecrow things is the build up to them, where you're like walking down a hallway and slowly it becomes crime alley or whatever. Yeah. That's cool. But then you do the scarecrow bit and you're like, oh, it's just more stealth and climb. I guess it was different. Yeah, yeah it's a bit different. Yeah. And, I, li- I like and it. I've Arkham- only done one, and I know that once I do like two or three, I'll be like, "No, oh, I'm bored of this." Too. Yeah, yeah. I like in Arkham City that they I like replace- breaking the teeth, the Joker's teeth. <laughs> that that's, is good. That's good. <laughs> what about the upgrade system? Oh, uh, that's bad. Yeah, that's- <laughs> it's no good. <laughs> that's like it's like a bad skill tree. Yeah, and I know that there is upgrades that will help. Like it's also one of those skill tree upgrades where there's obvious upgrades that are not worth your time. Yeah, that's good. Like how it's like armor mark one, armor mark two, armor mark three, and you're like, it's just well, if, not necessarily that because that's just health, but like there's a few like super takedowns and whatever. It's like oh, if you use this, it, if you've got a, like a times eight multiplier, you can take down an enemy instantly. But yeah. I'm like, I won't ever use that. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't care because ab- that's like that requires you to be like, oh, okay, it's like the free form combat yeah. thing, which by the way looks really stupid in 2019. Mm, I can imagine. It's just. Just the anime games. That's what you've taken and you put it in Batman. So let's go through the sections because I think none of them have you liked so far. <laughs> so the stealth predator sections you don't like. Uh, not brawling, not I, into it. I prefer the predator to the brawling. Okay, but still you would classify them as good or bad. <laughs> Are they the only two ratings? Yes. <laughs> All right. Brawling, bad. Predator sections. <laughs> good. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, detective parts. Oh, bad. Bad, okay. Uh, Playing the whole game in detective mode so that I'm constantly seeing clues, though. Good. And skeleton man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Makes it a spookier game. Also something that wrecks the game. Because, well, like, yeah. it's like they've put all this detail into, like, buildings. It's like atmospheric and, or whatever. And I'm just like, no, nah, everything's blue. <laughs> But uh, it's easier that way, and I need to use detective mode all the time anyway, because yeah. that's the design of the game. Boss fights. Bad. Yeah. yeah that's no good. Although I made a guy's heart explode. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, like you punch a guy in the chest, his heart explodes, and Joker's like, <laughs> <laughs> ah, the Joker gas or whatever. Woo! 
and I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> I really like in Batman um, Arkham City the penguin fight because you just, again, it's like the Riddler one. <laughs> He's just not ready for you. you know? He's just a you're guy. A, you're a man in peak physical form. He's form, a penguin man. Taking everything literally. Yeah. He's a penguin man. Well, how many thumbs would you give it? What are you, what are you saying? Well, uh, the classic thumb cramps. Uh, is it good? Uh, <laughs> in th- on paper, yes. Is any of it bad? Literally, yes. What? <laughs> Almost all of the game. <laughs> it's just in that terrible... Because like, I could go back and play Ocarina of Time on Majora's Mask, yeah. and they have aged fine for me. I pay- played Final Fantasy VII for the first ever time, and mm-hmm. some of those parts I found slow, but again... It's a different genre. Like, as in, it's so far yeah. removed right. that it's like watching a movie from the eighties. Yeah, where you're sure. like, oh, okay, cool. No, I can get into this frame of mind. But when I play a game, this this is like a the equivalent of watching a comedy from two thousand and eleven. Yeah, where yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, not quite. Throw it as- around the R word as a joke. Yeah, yeah okay. sick, cool. Yeah, right. yeah. I know that right. feeling. The hang the hangover is rife with that. Like, yeah, yeah. It's all yeah. I mean. Would would it would it be better or worse to play the game with the original graphics or with the new ones where you're like, okay, it plays like an old game, but it looks like a new game? I think I'd probably prefer the original version because then maybe my brain would be like, this is what it's meant to be like. <laughs> right. Because maybe be maybe that's what maybe that's what's like sort of hurting your entertainment value. Because like I've played like remastered versions of old games. I mean it's just it just feels really bizarre because like it looks exact because it plays exactly the same, but the physics feel messed up. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah, it's mm. like I get it, I understand it, but it's just not fun anymore. Would right. you say it's the hangover of games? I <laughs> yes, yes, I would. Although, do you know what else is good? Criticism, yeah, Batman getting hit by a bat, like a baseball bat, and dying is funny. Yeah, that's pretty good. I don't remember that happening in the game. <laughs> I'm just not sure if you're bringing that up out of nowhere. I just still have to imagine you playing the game, and you just want to see Batman get hurt so bad that you're just like standing there, like smirking as Batman stands motionless <laughs> and gets beat to death by these thugs. Well. It's really funny because in the fights and whatever, when Batman gets hit, he doesn't really react that much. Yeah. But when the last blow lands, he body his body ragdolls. <laughs> yeah. So like getting hit with a bat or something as the last move is so funny. It's like Batman's been tensing the whole time. <laughs> and then <laughs> when the bat is like, oh, it got me. <laughs> Do you think you'll play City? No. Yeah, that's that's kind of a shame because I would love to know if it gets better. Uh, there's so many games out at the moment. I don't even know why I wasted my time with Arkham Asylum. <laughs> yeah. I think basically in my head, and I was actually going to do a thumb cramps on it, but of how bad this time has been for Arkham Asylum, I don't think I will. Yeah. Which was, I've got a really, really, really big pile of shame of games, like games that I've just not only haven't beaten, but just like never even put in my yeah. game consoles. I've got Super Nintendo games that have never put in my Super That's Nintendo. Cooked. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I feel like we all kind of have that. Like either you have like a lot of time to play games or watch TV or watch movies, and you have nothing to watch or play, or you just like don't have any time, and you're like, I have 50 games on my Xbox just waiting for me to play them, and they're all critically acclaimed and amazing, and I know I'd love them but I don't have time yeah, for yeah. this at all. Yeah, I think I have like 25 PS4 games and I think I've played like five. That's crazy. See, I don't do that. I just have games that I play for five minutes and then yeah. never touch again. Right. Yeah. Well, Which is the Asylum same. is... Yeah, it's looking like that. It's look. I've put like five or six hours. Maybe I'll go back. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this whole thing has made me realize that I should be playing it. Even though this has not been a nice review of yeah. it, it is making me think about it. I'm like, maybe it's not as bad as I remember. 
as bad as I remember it being last like, week yeah, when I played yeah, it. Yeah. Well, how many thumbs did you give it? Two thumbs. Oh, that's rough. That could be... Could be lower. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no, two thumbs for enjoyment. Again, Yeah. I know it's a classic and I understand why it's a classic. If we were doing this episode in 2011, it would be a five-thumb game. It'd probably be a four-thumb game. It's exciting that we've all agreed on 2011 yeah. out of nowhere. Do you want me to find out what year it came out? You can learn for you, but I'd rather live in mystery. Uh... I feel like it was like 2009. Oh. Like Arkham City can't have been. Yeah, that's true. Like Arkham Origins must have been like 2014. Yeah, maybe it was 2009. Oh, bold claim. Oh, wait, that's my theory. I want to know now. August 25th, 2009. So uh, I'm great. Hey, I was in high school when they came out. That's 10 years old. The game's 10 years old, but doesn't feel 10. Hey, you know okay. what? Yeah. Four thumbs. <laughs> well done. Arkham Knight for being an Arkham Knight Asylum for being an 09 game. Yeah. Hey. It's it's so funny that the distinction between your opinion of a 2009 version, a 2009 game versus a 2011 one, like that two years <laughs> two, is not a big two, time difference. Yeah, two, two years of progress. That's, uh, 2009. That's crazy. Wowee. Wowee, game of the year. <laughs> I can see why people like did a piss in their pants when this came out. Yeah. That's crazy. That was the. That was such a whiplash thumb right there. <laughs> <laughs> those two thumbs just turned into a four. Each of those thumbs sprouted a new thumb. <laughs> That's terrifying. <laughs> All right. Well, before I hear what you guys have been playing, mm-hmm. let's hear a quick word from our sponsors. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Well, I so I've been playing this game that I only really played because Zamet was like, you would like this game. Oh. And I looked at it and thought, no, I won't. But I, played, <laughs> but I, I don't got... want to upset my good friend Joel Zamet. I'll get it. And boss. Yeah, Not forget yeah. that part. It seems rude for someone to recommend you a game and then to be like, no. But it's called Rad. It's for the Switch. It's, I guess, a top-down brawler with some RPG elements, maybe? The idea is that you the world ended twice, I think. Funny. Yeah, I, yeah. Whoa, this game's got a sense of humor. <laughs> the, I love Borderlands, but you've already it just sounds like Borderlands already. It's like well, no, cuz Borderlands is a certain kind of humor that it's just not for me. This is like this is like someone did Borderlands bad, which is even less yeah, for you, or is it? Have they moved by doing Borderlands? Circle. By doing Borderlands bad, has that actually got closer to your taste, taste no. in comedy? So it's like you. Can you marry a pig? Well, if, can you in Borderlands? 
No. Or are you just saying that's a thing I'd like? <laughs> that's a thing I'd like. <laughs> I think that he was just talking about specifically You're... Rad. He heard you can marry a pig, and he wanted to make sure it was true before he played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In this game, you can marry a pig, Jackson. Um, I'm trying to think of like what game I would suggest you that I'd know. Like, Downwell screams you. Yes, yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. I've seen Downwell, but like, you need to play this. Uh, have you played Undertale? I haven't played I think them. Undertale would be a good game for Jackson. Nah, Jackson will hate Undertale. See, yeah, I don't know. I think really? Undertale's... Yeah, it's too like it's Jackson. It's too like whimsical for Jackson, and too like oh, you can solve this problem by talking. Like, I get no. That, that's that's what it. I think though. I think that Jackson would go through and just kill everyone. He would be so hard in the paint on just killing everybody he could. It's the kind of game Undertale's the kind of game that I know that if I got an hour in, I would probably want to finish. Right. But starting it is hard, you know. Right. That's it true. Starts pretty quick. I think you'd be okay. Well, I just don't think you'd like it. Let's see. Play Undertale. I've got it on my Switch. You can yeah. play it. We'll have a battle of Will Jackson-like Undertale. I don't think so. Cut, sound off in the comments. Yeah, comment episode. below. Yeah. <laughs> Let's put some money on it, Joel. Come on, put your money where your mouth is. That's not fair because American money is worth so much more than my peasant <laughs> Australian money. I would have to, I'm like, hey, I'll give you one month rent. And you're like, sweet. If I win, Jill's homeless for a month and I get to buy a burger. <laughs> so... Rad, it, you're in... Is it rad? No. Uh, it would like to think it is. Hey. You're in like a little post-apocalyptic village. The graphics are really weird. It looks like really low res in a way that doesn't look intentional. It just feels like you're looking at it on like an old CRT monitor. You uh, you can pick... There are like several, I guess, classes. I don't know. They were like a jock and preppy girl or something. I picked preppy girl because she had a bat. And then you go through a portal and... You bash fellas and find, like, monsters or whatever and find these little, I don't know, gates, I guess, and then they open up a bigger gate and then you go in and and then you, cut, you it's, it's over. And that's it. There's like it, that, it, It's so hard to describe. It's, like, top-down. It's you, a roguelike. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, it's like a roguelike. What do you call that kind of game, JD? A roguelike? Yeah, but that it's is like... a description of a game. Yeah, no. Hang but on, I'll quickly look at the trailer and I'll see if I can figure it if out. If you can for give you. me a hand in trying to describe, because you go into a level, yeah, and in the level you kill monsters yep. and you get cash, yes, um, which is funny, I guess. And then you can also collect cassette tapes, or they might be floppy disks because it's the eighties or whatever. And then you've got to find like two, I guess. Uh, it looks like Borderlands. Yeah, like the character animations are very Borderlands. You find two, like I guess, lock which you can unlock and they open up like effectively a dungeon. Yeah. You go through that, you fight some tougher enemies, you reach the end, it's kind of a boss, and then you're back in the town. Uh, the only, and it's just, I don't know, it's very boring. It's that's it's just a roguelike. It's just like a, th- like a 3D roguelike. roguelike. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I felt like maybe there was another name for it, but I guess not. I think there's two different genres of roguelike. There's yeah. roguelike and roguelite. Ah, uh, yeah. And I think roguelite usually has like another... Little as, like element in, to it, yeah. Because well, it usually only takes like a few elements, so you could have like a roguelite something RPG, else. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is just very typical roguelike. Yeah. Anyway, the only good thing about it is that if you get enough experience, I guess your head explodes and you just have a skull. That's pretty good. That is good. And your head's on fire. The skull's on fire, and you can throw it at enemies. But it doesn't control particularly well. The combat is pretty boring, and the character designs are gross. Is this is this like a full full game, or is it sort of like an indie game? Like this is like a ten dollar purchase, or this is like sixty dollars? I think it was something. It might have been like twenty bucks or yeah, something. Yeah, twenty dollars Australian, which so like. 
four dollars thirty for you. Three dimes or something. Yeah. <laughs> Three dimes and a cup cup of joe. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a, a jug of cup. Whatever. The, the, <laughs> go to a diner. Joel <laughs> <laughs> Dusha summing up the American experience. Hi, I'm Joel Dusha, and I love America and the American experience. Tell me about it. Yeah, get a get a dollar twenty nine and. That's a local cup of, cup of joe. <laughs> hey, hey, love uh, bloody uh, breakfast. <laughs> America. Nothing, ah! more, nothing more American than breakfast. <laughs> wow. Truly a man of the people. Yeah, um, I've traveled. <laughs> but no, Rad- I salute the Statue of Liberty like everybody <laughs> else does. Um, but Rad was bad. Don't get it. Rad, right. would you say <laughs> more like bad? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, How like many, maybe no. Is songs. it good? No. If, what's bad about it? Everything. <laughs> Pretty, everything yeah, you just said. Kind of everything. It's kind of there's nothing about it I liked, and I wanted to like it. Mm. One to please my boss, yep. and two because I'm like, I guess it's kind of got a kooky way of being. Have but- you told your boss, Jill Zamet slash uh, often co-host of this podcast, that you hate it? Yet? No, he doesn't know. Uh, how long do you reckon you played it for? I reckon I played it for under an hour. Ooh, yeah. Pretty bad. Mm. I gave it like three. See if he'll subsidize your refund. <laughs> yeah, see if he will. Hey, it's his fault. This game, it sucks. Can I have my money back? <laughs> Please, Joel's Are you, you going to let him down easy, Jackson, or are you going to make him figure that out when he listens to this episode yes. while he's editing? He'll <laughs> never listen to this episode. I edit this yeah, that's, one. Yeah, that's my thinking. Oh. Maybe Samit will never find out. He'll never know. And I can live in a beautiful bliss. And if he ever asks me, hey, did you like Rad? I can be like, yeah, loved it. Loved it. Listen to the thumb cramps. And he'll be like, <laughs> you know I won't. And you'll be like, yes. That's scary. If I'm like, listen to the thumb cramps. He's like, okay. And I'm like, don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Did I say listen to thumb cramps? I mean, I didn't talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I talked about something else. Joel Dusha says rude things about Arkham Asylum. <laughs> you don't want to hear it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I reckon I'm going to give it a knock. One knock. Yeah. And that's I'm, up there with Donkey Kong 64 for you. And I don't even know really why it's getting that knock. It just feels rude to give it no thumbs. You I, know? A game where your head explodes and turns into a skull is all right. And I think if you keep playing, you get extra mutations, which is, mm. I guess, kind of neat. And they visually show up in your character, which I always appreciate. So maybe that's where the knock's coming from. To be honest, Joel Zaman has probably suggested this game to the wrong member of Thumb Crash. Yeah, maybe you'll love it. I don't know if I'll love it. But, but you I, might not hate it like I do. Yeah. Yeah, and that's all yeah, right. Yeah, because, like... Yeah, although no one suggests me any games in September. There's too many games coming oh, out. Yeah. Um, I don't want to hear it. If, <laughs> if people are like, hey, have you played this? Shut up. Yep. <laughs> you'll you'll, you'll, you'll you... be busy with Arkham City in September. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people are like, hey, have you played Blasphemous or the Link's Awakening remake or uh, uh, the Deadly Premonition Origins that's recently <laughs> been ported to the Switch? Or have you, you tested the new Smash Bros. characters? And I'll be like, you shut your mouth! You know damn well I'm playing Arkham City. I'll kill you! I'm the Joker, baby! Here's a game. Here's a game you can play right now. Find a piece of paper, write "shut up" on it, and put it somewhere easily accessible. And if you ever think, "Oh, maybe John Dusha would like this game," pick up the piece of paper, have a look at it, and reconsider. I actually write on it, sh- "shut up" until October. In <laughs> yeah. October, maybe I'll be open to suggestions once more. Right? Yeah. Although probably not, because I'll still have lots more. There's so many games coming out. Yeah, you're tr- maybe, in trouble. Maybe shut up until December 20, 2019. Yeah. Well, what have you been playing, Mayo? I actually, I, I I founded a garage sale recently, Shadows of Colossus, uh, for the PlayStation 2, which I had never played before. And I really, it was one of those games that I watched people play when I was a kid. And I was like, wow, this is incredible. And then I tried to jump into it. I bought a PS2 like on, uh, at like a, 
uh, what is it like Facebook Marketplace or something? Oh yeah, oh yeah, sweet. And then I started realizing how. Oh god, I was ahead. gonna say I occasionally write records from there, and once I bought knives. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't realize how many, like, just how much PlayStation Two permeates our society. Because since I bought this, I found like ten games that I wanted to own for like two to three dollars each, and so I've been picking shit up. I got uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two and Three, oh, and the Guitar Hero games. Oh yeah, a lot of classics. Classics, incredible. Um, yeah, and so that's been fun, just, like, to go down that nostalgia hole. But I also played, um, something more modern. I played the latest chapter of, uh, Life is Strange 2 earlier oh, yeah. this week. I don't know if that's a franchise you guys are, in, uh, intimately familiar I, with. The Life is Strange franchise, I always think I would enjoy the story, but I don't know why, where I got this idea from, but does it play, like, a Telltale game? Absolutely. It, it is a Telltale game by, like, EA. It's not a Telltale well, game, but they, it is exactly like that. Yeah, that no, I, no one can see except for me because I'm in the room with Jackson, but he's trying to run away. He hates this. He's so, climbing so, out so the here's window. The thing. Trying to flee. I, I love playing video games. I don't think that I'm somebody... I don't, I don't even know how to phrase this because I love playing video games. I hate playing the, the gaming part of video games. Like, yeah, I like the sure. interactivity. I do not like to play something that I can lose at. So the thing that I really love about Life is Strange is, like, yes, the music is amazing and the characters are incredible and everything about it. It sent me on, like, a, a journey of self-discovery that helped me a lot in the last few years of my life, the first two games. But also, there's no way to be bad at it. Like, I'm terrible at video games and I enjoy those because I can't lose. <laughs> That's good. I think because I've always been terrible at video games, I've just come to accept it as like a core part of who I am. Yeah, I like right. being bad at video games. It reminds me that I too am human. <laughs> it's nice to be and reminded so, of your own mortality. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so Life is Strange 2 is kind of like that. Like the mechanics are pretty similar. But this last chapter, like it feels like a telltale game without really the option to, to make choices. <laughs> Like oh. so much of it is you're just like watching a cutscene and then like nothing happens and then you're walking around and nothing happens and you have character interactions and they're boring and I am not really digging this game. I don't know. Like the first That's two. That's such a shame. Yeah. The first two were just like such formative experiences for me, even though I only played them in the last few years. Yeah. And this one, like since the day that I started playing it, like you're inside the character's head, right? The main character, Sean. Sure. So, like, the other two games had these very unique perspectives from your main characters where they would talk about the world around them and you would inspect an item and then they would say, like, wow, that's whatever, and they would talk about it. Yeah. And the other two characters, Max and Chloe, had, like, these really great internal monologues or dialogue that you could relate to. And Sean just kind of talks around. He, like, walks around and he talks like this. And he's really whiny and he doesn't really have anything interesting to say. And he picks up something and he looks at it and he's like huh and he puts it down and you're like you get out of here sean i cannot relate to this kid he's the worst is it cool jackson you found a game where you're the main character (laughs) that's so funny that a game that is predicated on the idea that you're enjoying the dialogue of the characters like learning nothing huh putting it back was there a clue in there i don't know know. you guys got any milk i'm thirsty and there's so many conversations basically every interaction you have in the game is either sean talking to another annoying teenager or sean hanging out with his brother who's eight who is just like the the worst he's so obnoxious and like i know that other people seem to be very endeared to this kid 
but yeah. he frustrates me so much. I can't stand <laughs> interacting with him. Or Sean getting beat up by like racists because he's he's a Hispanic yeah. kid who's like on the run from the law. He is like he grew up in Seattle. He is like a legal American citizen, but like he's on the run from the law because of a misunderstanding with the cops. And so everybody he runs into is either like, hey, kid, I'll give you a hand or like, hey, I hate Mexican people and I'm going to beat you up and like put a gun to your head and brutally beat you almost to death. And you're like, why is oh, my God, why is this? I guess. <laughs> why am I life, playing this game? <laughs> I guess life is strange. <laughs> yes. Life is so strange. And the other games like like the first one had this really interesting time travel mechanic where like, yeah. I mean, yeah, like everything was like you made a choice and if you didn't like your choice, you could go back 10 seconds to say something else. And the second game didn't have that. It just like your character was like a normal person with no powers, but she was really compelling to be like when you played as Chloe, you like were this character. You get so in depth on who she is and it's really compelling. And then you're Sean and the whole thing is that your brother has superpowers and you don't. Yeah. That's and your fun. brother can like pick things up, but he's like the snot nose little eight year old kid. So you're like, wait, stop strangling people. And he's like, no, I want to. <laughs> and you're like, this game sucks. <laughs> no, this game rules. <laughs> wow. <laughs> A character with basically no inner dialogue has to stop his eight year old from killing people. <laughs> On paper, Mia, that sounds incredible. But I can appreciate that it's nothing like the other two games. What's like, what's the, like, the opinion of people who like is is this a just a hated chapter all over like are there people out there that like this is great no i think that it's really divided in the fan base because like there was a game in 2013 there was a game two years ago that was like a prequel to that and that sort of like divided the fan base in the way like we don't want to play as anybody but max or like we dig that you can play as this character now and this is great for me the prequel game was like better than the first one and then this game like divided people oh, even wow. more but i think that everybody was ready for that division like and difference of opinion because there yeah. have been two things so it's like i go to the reddit discussion for this game and everybody's like wow this was really powerful and i loved this part where the racist beat you to death and <laughs> and like screamed at you to go back to your own country <laughs> even though you're from seattle and i'm like yeah i, I don't I don't like this. It's very yeah, I get, I, like I get it, but yeah, it's just very triggering. I think I think for people Why? who Episode have experienced like discrimination, like me as a trans person, I've dealt with people that were viciously yeah. angry at me for being the person that I am, and I'm sure that like people that deal with racism because they're Mexican don't want to play a video game where that happens to you, but I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, that, that, that doesn't... <laughs> it, who can really say? <laughs> right, like, like, I don't get enough of this in the real world. I really want to go into this game and, yeah. like, have somebody scream racial obscenities at me and, and like, yeah. call the police on me for, I don't know, sleeping in my car on their property because I'm homeless because the cops shot my dad. And it's like, this game is so sad, but not in a way that I enjoy. <laughs> so have you finished it, Meal? Yeah, I finished the latest chapter, but it's not the end of the game yet. There's yeah, one more chapter so th- left. Yeah, this is chapter four you're reviewing now, Faith, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's... um, Yeah. Nothing has really happened in those four chapters. Like, I feel like the other ones, a lot more happens. But mostly you've just been, like, walking with your brother, and then you lose your brother for a while, and you find him again, and you're like, okay, so... All right, I guess. Yeah. So I just read the plot and anyone who wants to play this probably don't listen to the rest of the episode because I'm going to talk about the ending of chapter four. Yeah. Sure. It kind of ends with you burning down a church accidentally. 
Yeah, it does. Powerful <laughs> imagery. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this feels so weird. Like, like someone was like, it's like point adjacent. Like someone was like, I have a thing that needs to be said, but um, I don't know how to do it properly. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, like, well, so so the like, whole thing. If people are listening that don't want to be spoiled on this, then I don't know. Turn off the episode. Yeah. Well, I already told them to stop listening. So if they're here at this point, hey. If you're upset about spoilers at this point, after I just told you the ending, shut up. <laughs> Get that note yeah, that I made you write out from earlier. <laughs> Get it tattooed on your body. Look at it whenever you feel like talking to Joel <laughs> yeah. in any way whatsoever. <laughs> oh, that's right. I got to shut up till December 2019. <laughs> um, yeah. So basically, the whole thing is that like Daniel, your younger brother, snot nosed kid, is like eight or nine or ten years old. He gets separated from you. He has these psychic powers. He's like telekinetic. And then he gets like abducted by this cult that brainwashes him into thinking that he's like a messiah. And okay. Yeah. And so like you go to find him and you go along with some other people that you've met along the way and you try and get him out of there, but he's really been brainwashed into it and wants to stay there. Um, and so like you start, you burn down the church and then somebody just starts beating up Sean, your character while you're just like the entire time. Like, Hey Daniel, this guy is going to like beat me to death and you should probably leave the church. Cause it's like burning and you're going to die. And Daniel's like, yeah, but like this lady told me that I'm Jesus or something. And he like, won't do it. And it takes like 20 minutes for you to convince him while this guy's just punching you in the face. Oh my God, you're like, man, Sean takes a beating. This is not pleasant <laughs> to watch. That sounds massively exhausting on so many levels. Yeah. Like like, like as a video game, but also it's just a thing to watch. Yeah. And like stressful things happen in the other two games, but there's no point in it where somebody just punches you in the face repeatedly as Max and you're like, this sucks. Like, <laughs> if that had happened, I would have been so disturbed and turned it off. I don't think this game has used its good faith that it's earned. At least in my opinion, you, it seems like people generally enjoy it. Yeah. Well, how many thumbs would you give it? How many thumbs out of five? Or anything. Look, there are no rules here. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, uh, It's really hard. I mean, I'd say like two thumbs out of five. Okay. It's really hard because it's it's sort of like if I'm judging it compared to the other games, it doesn't seem fair because I love the other games so much. But if I'm judging it not compared to the other games, I would not have played it this far. So yeah, two. Two thumb. Two and a thumb. Knock. It's like two, a two and a bad-ish two and a knock. So... F- five out of ten. <laughs> well, fifty out of a hundred. Yeah, that's that's, that's, uh, that's that gives you a more fifty percent. Fifty percent thumb. Well, yeah, it, I don't know. It kind of sounds like that it could be just like a bad issue of a comic book where, like, you're like, oh, I need to read it because of the overarching arc or whatever. Yeah, but then maybe the next one will be better. And yeah, we can maybe. all just kind of pretend that one didn't happen. Or maybe to cooks the landing in episode five is the worst thing anyone's ever had. <laughs> Right. Well, it's it's more well, like it's more like a reboot of a comic book and you read 20 issues and you're like maybe issue 21 will be good, but I don't like issue 21 <laughs> through 20 at all. <laughs> but I'm going to keep sticking it here cuz it's got to got to get good at some point. Cuz I like Batman. Like you're just sticking it out. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the writer will change. Maybe Batman Arkham Asylum will get quick. <laughs> it will never get quick. Well, I think that brings today's thumb score to a total of let's say 10. <laughs> 10 out of 15. 10 out of 15 thumbs. Wowza. No, actually, it was less. It was 5 out of 15. Yeah. Wow. One third. Yeah. It's like you had a whiplash thumb. No, but that doesn't count. No, that's just the 33 and a third percent thumb. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, 
I've been Jackson Bailey. I've been Joel Dusha. I've been Mia. And Mia, where can we find you? Oh, on the internet? I am on Twitter. <laughs> I'm on Twitter at StopTweetingMia. And if you guys want to check out my podcast, Cynical Cartoons, um, I talk a lot more than I did in this episode. <laughs> Feel free to head to SamSmithRadio.com. You can see it there. Give it a click. Give it a listen, you scumbags. Yeah, do it. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Thumb. Thanks for listening. If you want to watch just how competent or incompetent we are at video games, head on over to twitch.tv slash sanspantsradio where you'll see us and other members of the Sanspants Network live stream some of our favorite video games. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.